0: Welcome to the ENS Wolves Podcast with your host Nathan Judah and Wolves correspondent Tim Spears.
1: Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the ENS Wolves Podcast. It's episode 86. I'm your host Nathan Judah. No major signings this week at Wolves. Whose fault is it? Is it Foson's fault? No! Is it Laurie Dalrymple's fault? No! Is it Kevin Thelwell's fault? No! Is it Jeff Shee's fault? No! Is it Nuno's fault? No! Of course it's not. All the hate must land at the door of the Express and Star villain himself. It is Mr Tim Spears. Welcome, Tim.
0: I love it when you do a pre-rehearsed intro. <laughs> <laughs> but no.
1: No! Would good. no. Okay. Uh, how's it going? How's your week? Um, I remember remember when I spoke to you last week you were slightly bow-legged you were different different colour. <laughs> you you were a different color um slightly higher in contrast if you've, you've calmed down slightly oh, I think there's still a little a little pink tinge so to speak there I can walk again no that's always a bonus uh, I can stand up without hurting
0: <laughs> beautiful <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who wasn't listening last week yeah yeah and I hope they were because otherwise I they could have they could have you know <laughs> thought that was completely uh, different climb snowden about a week and a half ago yes. the re- recovery took some time did it? Yes, just my thighs were killing. Right, stiff, chafage. Uh, no, more, more, more the muscle itself mm. on the on the inner thigh. Yeah, not great. That electrolyte
1: um, is what you need. What's that? Oh dear, <laughs> it's just a powder you put in. It's, it's a nice fizzy powder. Just think of it like that. Barocca. Barocca. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, yeah. Barocca. Barocca. You've had a barocca on a
0: Sunday morning, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> You've had the whole tube. <laughs> what's uh, What's going on with
1: you? <laughs> Well, I was, I, was, I was without you this weekend. Uh, solo, solo weekend. Yeah, I had a great weekend. I know, you did one of your, <laughs> one of your most favourite on record, I said, didn't it?
0: Uh, yes, uh, where, where were you while I was at Derby? Uh,
1: had the uh, missus' birthday on Friday, so I met her in um, in Manchester, had a nice, nice dinner there. Yeah. She'd just been... Um, Nando's. <laughs> no we went to a place a oh chap- I got Nando's delivery the other day that ooh, was a new, that's a new one for ooh. me <laughs> <laughs> very nice I mean to be fair to be fair Queen Street's at least a six minute walk <laughs> from you was a, a b- 12 minute round trip I bet when they saw the address come off they were like does he really want delivery <laughs> but he came five minutes <laughs> uh, later dear. there he was you buzzed him up didn't you as well I didn't even meet him downstairs <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, what? what, what uh, went to where? Uh, I can't remember what place. Oh, Tattoo it was. New, new new, Chinese restaurant called Tattoo. Yeah. Um, very spelt, nice. Spelt like Tattoo T-A-T-T-U.
0: Or, or T-A-T-T-U. Like the Russian T-A-T-T-U. Uh, lesbians. The Russian lesbians. Remember them?
1: Yes, I do, yes. I don't think they were Russian, though. All the, all the things, things you she said. All, all the things, things she you said. Running, you running through my, hair, through running my, through my, my head, head. Running through my head. Running through my head. It's in in uh, uh, It's one of my running tunes, that, to be fair. Uh, do you remember the controversy around that? Oh, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? And then, and, and then the the bilge they put on these days. I mean, there's nothing, is it? Yeah, just a couple of
0: girls, well, just, just
1: wh- running against a fence, running away from a, in, in a warehouse. Were they? Yes, I think <laughs> they were. Yeah, top of the pops, outraged.
0: What did you uh, What did you buy your missus for her birthday?
1: Uh well, well, some tinned uh, seaweed. I, I got her. Um, <laughs> no, I did, To be honest. I haven't bought her anything. I did, I did uh, what, no, what, no, no, no. No, I did buy something. So for, for the woman who has everything, there's a, <laughs> including the it, kind of a dreams. <laughs> um, so she's in. She's into a show called Total Divas, um, which is like a spin-off wrestling show with these two. Ah, I can see where um, you get on. See, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they have a clothing line they used to call the Bella Twins called, called Birdie Bee so I, I did she had a, a friend coming in from no, none of this is making from America sense to me already, over, the, over the weekend so I right. got him to bring some stuff so that, that, okay, that was my not present sure to what you're her talking about um, she just actually got off a tour with um, with a certain girl group um, we might see oh, on well, Twitter oh you're going to drop this in again well no I'll tell you why it's because um, well I haven't dropped it in at all before well, you, you tweeted out this week I tweeted out yeah because it was well it was more to take the piss out of you than to don't say the P Oh yeah sorry oh, it's okay. it's fine. It's all right, okay. I saw Kate it's my do what I want um um yeah, so she's been with little mix for for basically a month and a half. So I've seen the wife for quite a while. So it was very nice to see her on Friday. Um unfortunately we went shopping and uh, she she proceeded to blow up 3 quarters of her earnings on a on a handbag. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, of which it's a birthday and she said I really want to get this for myself. I'm like mm, electric bill due next month. <laughs> so uh, yeah anyway so so that happened. Um Saturday I was at my fancy Premier League draft. Right. In York. Um, went to the York races, and um, and had my, had a Jaeger bomb on a Saturday night. Tim had been proud of me.
0: Ah, uh, did you though? Ah, uh,
1: what do you mean? Did you? What though? do you mean? What do you, you, mean? You what do you mean? Did you? What
0: do you mean? The last shot I saw you have was a shot of water, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, and whoa, you whoa. told everyone else it was um,
1: vodka. In Switzerland. Yes. Yeah, but I wanted to look hard at yes, the time. You, yes, you I did. wanted to blend in. It, with It the didn't piece. work. <laughs> no, no, uh, but I sold it. Well, I thought. <laughs> Yeah, you Ooh.
0: you held onto my arm as you were down in your shot of water. I,
1: I did, it wasn't water, man. It was it was. You never saw it. You, <laughs> it wasn't you one at the bar. I, always I said was said it was bar? water. Was, uh, yeah. the, the, the 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 Swiss bar lady didn't have a clue what you were saying. A shot Ooh. of water. We we're talking about Swiss Swiss um oh. Swiss comebacks. Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. Can we say this?
0: Uh, I mean, it's your it's your problem. If you want to share the problem, that's fine with you. Nathan's got a little problem uh, after Switzerland. Everybody. So,
1: uh, so I got, I got a letter this week. From oh, the,
0: not, this is, you know, it's not a sackable affair. No, it's
1: not. Is it? No, it's not.
0: Well, no. it, was, it wasn't, a, wasn't a company car. No, it wasn't a
1: company car, no. So I got a, I got a letter. I'll say I got a letter. I got two letters from the Swiss police this week. <laughs> Here we go. You know it's <laughs> going to be a good story when it starts like that. Um, so when we were driving down the Autobahn or whatever the Swiss Covenant was, we, we couldn't really see at the time uh, a speeding zone. There were, there were no signs. Were there about... Um, you know, whether it was 70 or 80 or kilometres an hour. No, it, it just kind there. of
0: said it had the national speed limit sign, didn't it? Correct, correct. Yeah, which, which, which which, we obviously researched in full and we knew exactly what it was. Well,
1: apparently it wasn't 137 kilometres an hour, Tim. <laughs> uh, because um, I got a letter um, from... Now, I thought this was a duplicate letter um, from the Swiss police saying that um, I'd been clocked doing um, over the speed limit, 11 kilometres over the speed limit, and had received um, a 120 Swiss franc fine. So I look at the second letter, and I'm like, oh, it's a duplicate, doing exactly the same, <laughs> uh, exactly the same, 137 kilometres an hour. So I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I'll pay the fine happy days. But then I look at the times, Tim, I look at the times. Er, um, or eight as it says, uh, 1459. And then the second one, exactly the same, but at 1110 at night. Yes, yeah, so I remember that one. I'm, uh, yeah, I remember that one as well. And you nearly went alive, to be fair, after that one. Um,
0: yes that was when you nearly killed me wasn't Correct. it yep.
1: so um, yes yeah, so I doubled fine which I, I have settled with the Swiss police so I I'm allowed back into the country um, begrudgingly but yes um, unfortunately that was um, that, those were two pieces of paper that I didn't um, didn't expect to get this week
0: I had fantastic visions of you travelling back to Switzerland for your, for your day in court <laughs> trying, to, trying to plead your case in your extremely limited French slash English which ended up being Spanish for most of the
1: trip <laughs> care care <laughs> We could have a live stream. Nathan Judah versus the Swiss <laughs> police live. <laughs> Ten things you didn't know about Judah's court appearance. It seems to we were doing a, a post-match analysis <laughs> following outside the court. Um, we also got some more feedback this week, Tim. We've got some more feedback from Switzerland. Now I'm talking about Switzerland. Oh, okay. Um, from ah, Brenda. Did Brenda. we? Oh, brilliant. So, so Brenda, if you are lo- not I love
0: it when you do this, when, when you bring something up in the podcast that we haven't actually discussed in real life yet. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Apologies. So, no, I do.
1: So, Airbnb, we, we went down the Airbnb route this, um, this trip, which was, I think, a very good r- route. It, w- it was cheaper. We yeah. got a bit of a house. We got two bedrooms. It was all good. So, so Brenda, who was our host, well, we say it was Brenda who was our host. We, we was, never met her. Well, yeah, No, she was, she was planning to meet us on, on more than one occasion for um, running through house rules, etc. Never actually met her, which made us think that Brenda wasn't real. Yes. Um, you know, there was a picture, a very nice picture, uh-huh. um, but we think that this might, this might have been a robotic picture in the end. Possibly. And it might have been someone else spying on us who, who basically wanted to go incognito.
0: I'm not sure if there are many young, attractive yeah, I uh, think we say that. Swiss ladies called Brenda. in, 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 in Swiss the early, ladies, full stop. In their early twenties, okay, that, that lived two doors down from where we were in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and Gruyere. It seemed an unlikely tale.
1: It, it, it was an unlikely tale, and the more and more we talked about it, the Nathan more Nathan thought we it felt. was too good to be true. Oh, in fact, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so we. we we had a we had a written review from our Airbnb oh, stay okay. from Brenda. She's, oh, no. she's left us um, just a review. Oh in, God! Just mention the dead flies in French. In French, of which she puts <laughs> we, we, in my best. We we left a carpet of dead flies. By the way, you can make a rug out of those. <laughs> Literally a fly holocaust. Yeah, <laughs> um, of which she's put a very short, very short review. Tim, so I'm not going to bore the bore the listeners with it. But she's put. I apologise for my French. I, I did a GTSC, got an A, but I haven't haven't researched it since. Voyageurs très sympathiques. Reste a faire un effort sur la propieté. Okay. Okay. So, obviously, Google French to English. Yeah, wh- wh- why are you reading it in French? What's the, what's the value in that? Because it just sounds good. It. Okay, right. Very friendly travellers. R- yeah. Right. Need to make an effort on cleanliness. Oh, no, <laughs> yes. really? Yes, negative-based. <laughs> negative so, now, I told you to do a sweep of the house to see if we were all okay before we left, and obviously left it in the state. Uh, you'd
0: Explain le- yourself. You'd left a lot of... <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say this, and it's it's not it's not what people think. <laughs> I'll give Nathan the chance to defend himself, oh. but I, I did I did do a sweep of the house. What whilst whilst you were putting salmon in my suitcase, <laughs> this, was, this was the exact moment, wasn't it? The, the exact you moment. You said no. you said I'll take I'll take your suitcase, yeah. Tim. You, and w- whilst you were taking my suitcase yes. to the car, just when you put salmon, I in was the, I was
1: infiltrating your, your suitcase. Yeah, and you with, asked me to do a sweep of the hand with fish. Yes,
0: uh, I did check out your room. Okay, there were a lot of used tissues. <laughs> you absolute. <laughs> no, I know exactly why. Because so, you were using them all week, but there were a lot of used tissues in your bedroom.
1: <laughs> because I've been sweating, I've been I've been sneezing, yes. I've been using them from a from a from a from a no nasal point of view with a lot of hay fever so of course when I'm at night time I, I need to blow and that's, that's what I was using. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I know that that's the case but still.
1: Yeah, sounds... Bre- Brenda doesn't know. Bre- Brenda not happy. Did you not pick them up? What, your dirty tissues? Yes. No, I didn't. Oh, well, steady for Brenda then to be fair to her. But we, we left her with a couple of bottles of um of beer in the fridge. I mean, what more does she want?
0: Two bottles of beer and, and a bit of salmon. And a bit of salmon.
1: <laughs> I think it was a half-eaten melon there and a couple of grapes. I
0: left some nuts and... Um, I bet you did. Uh, some sweet. I bought some sweetener. <laughs> For the coffee, so there's, got that. yeah,
1: there's some coffee. There's some tea bags. I mean, what, what more do you want? Uh
0: We did leave it in a state. The flies were horrendous. We didn't Hoover. Do
1: you remember people complain about this podcast and say we don't talk enough about wolves? Oh yeah. I don't know why. We're living in 20. Right. Okay. Right. Should we talk some wolves? Right. Right now, I, I, I missed Dearthby on Saturday. Yeah. Um spanter. So first defeat of pre-season. How do you how do you think it went? Did we learn much, or was it was it pretty much was it pretty much um, a bang average exercise. Apart from getting some more minutes to to, to the correct players, we
0: learned that new uh, left wing back, highly rated left wing back Johnny Castro, uh, doesn't possess a left foot.
1: Doesn't now. You, you've, um, been, you've been a lot of people not happy with you about this because then give him a chance. He had one chance to to whip a ball in, and it didn't quite go according to plan. Who said that? Well, the twi- the Twitter sphere. So, so nobody. Well, I've read a reply to you saying don't believe Spears. One
0: person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, he, he had he had one opportunity. Right. Uh, the ball was put nicely onto his left foot. Good position, uh, adjacent with the penalty area. Okay. Players starting to swarm into the box. Mm, like it. Uh, I think Keeping he tu- the fly thing going. I think he took uh, one touch mm. and whipped it in left footed. Oh, whipped it in, uh, and it went ninety degrees uh, behind, oh. straight behind for a goal kick. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, At which point you looked across to the Wolves with your team and went. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So that was the only uh, real opportunity you saw him to use his left foot. Yeah. He, uh, so I suspected more of an Ashley Young type left wing back, cutting in on his right. He um he was bright, he was breezy. Yeah. He's I think he's going to be better defensively than offensively. Okay. I mean, if you look at his goals and assist record, that would be the, the case. I think yeah. Single figure slash two or three goals slash assists. Mm-hmm. Really, that's mm-hmm. what we're looking mm-hmm. at. So it's more along the Doherty lines, in that respect. Yeah. And bear in mind, a lot of Douglas's uh, assists came from set pieces, of dead, dead did, balls. Yeah. So, yeah. so to be fair to him, uh, so yeah, we learned we learned that. I, you know, I'm not going to make judgment on Johnny or Matino because Martino's is clearly not fit. He only lasted half a match, gave the ball away a few times, okay. uh, caught in possession a couple of times, um, but equally some nice passes. But you know, like I said, 45 minutes against what must be said a oh. highly motivated. Derby who treated it like a league game. Right. They pressed Wolves. They? they pressed them. Right. It was not a friendly. Okay. Um they ran ran Wolves ragged from minutes one to Did ninety. They? Constantly constantly pressing on the back three.
1: Better side over the ninety minutes.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now they're, they're a week ahead of Wolves in their preparations. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd expect that. Likewise, I'd expect a much better performance from Wolves against Villarreal on Saturday. So in that in that respect, you don't look too much into it. Yeah, you, you just you just say, say what you see, and mm-hmm. that's what I saw. A very good Derby team that were half a yard ahead of Wolves, and certain certainly could tell that they're a week ahead of Wolves in their preparations. Um, but it was a good game. It was a better game than Stoke. Quite a few chances. Derby just about edged it. Uh, Jota on the score sheet again Jimenez mm. look good Jimenez looks tidy okay. Jimenez looks like a, for me with with no disrespect intended an, an upgrade on Bonatini yeah he looks like he's got more about him in the box he looks like he's got a better shot on him a bit more conviction about him mm-hmm. Bonatini sometimes lacks kind of conviction I think yeah um, not that yeah Bonati- I think Bonatini can add something this year but Jimenez looks like a, a slight slip up on Bonatini from okay. boxing. and elsewhere how's his
1: fitness Jimenez?
0: Um, I mean we've only really seen him I think a half
1: because a lot of people just, just know him as a, oh well, I've seen him in pr- previous previous clubs as, as a substitute really yeah
0: which is a concern I guess um, so not not too much else to take from it apart from the fact that Saiz wasn't really convincing at uh, centre half um, but again that's the position is getting used to I, I'm not convinced about Saiz at centre half at all especially on the right hand side mm-hmm. that's new to him we've seen Nuno convert Cody mass, massive success yeah for me, if I was Ryan Bennett, I'd be saying with Douglas and Ruddy, right, replaced by highly rated, well, in Patricio, uh, an incredible yeah. keeper by yeah. all the categories. He's done very well so far, by the yeah. way. Um, Douglas replaced by Johnny Castro, Atletico Madrid player. I'd mm-hmm. expect another left wing back to come in as well. Mm-hmm. So they can kind of say they might have been expecting it. Yeah. For Ryan Bennett to be replaced, in theory, by Roman Seis in central defence, he won't be happy with that.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: And I feel sorry for Bennett because he barely put a foot wrong last year. Um, And that defence is settled. Him, Cody, Mm. Bolly, sorted with with Doherty to one side. If Johnny Casher comes in, does well on the other. That's a solid base from which to build. But I'm not picking on Stacey. I'm just saying, again, from what I saw not very convincing but um, I'm sure I'm sure he'll improve
1: In interesting week though with, with maybe you know everybody expecting this marquee signing that hasn't come yet marquee you know, mar- mar- who? Mar- <laughs> <laughs> probably someone out there for 20 million of which most of Twitter will be like yeah good play always rated him <laughs> yeah um you know, slightly negative. Um, I think I think responses out there with I think with the fact that they haven't signed this 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 big player in inverted commas with the with Doug, Barry Douglas leaving and a lot of people not happy with that, with the the defeat to Derby and all kind of like mixing around in that pot. That there's been a few a few people aren't too happy on Twitter. I still can't get over the the Douglas sign. I think it's a very very strange one. Um, not only for him to go so quickly, but to be shipped off with the fee that he has been for me is is, is quite bizarre. And I think that if you know, if I was given the choice, and no, I'm not maybe do, maybe doing this Johnny Castro a bit of a disservice, I was given a choice going into Everton, who I'd rather have a left wing back would be Barry Douglas to start the season. So the fact that he's playing in a Championship club, that you know, trying to contend for the top six baffles me really. What, what what do you make of the situation now? Looking back on it, do you feel that they need to bring another left wing back in it to to make that a valid a valid sale, or are you just surprised completely and and, and kind of a bit annoyed?
0: Douglas, I think. I think you can't you can't properly judge it until August the ninth, when we see who they bring in. If if they're going to the season with Johnny Castro, Ruben Vanagru and Ryan Giles as the left wing backs, then I would say it's a, it's a bad decision to get rid of Douglas. But we we've, we've got to judge it on August the ninth when we see what they do because there's a, there's a bigger plan at work here. There's a lot going on behind the scenes that not everybody's privy to at all, including myself. So we wait. I think we wait and see on that one. I I think. <clears throat> I think it's um, it's very harsh to let Douglas go, and I think he's got qualities that would do well in the Premier League. You know, we, we discussed this last week, so there's no, no need to go into it usually no, again. It
1: got confirmed on the Saturday night, didn't
0: it? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, like I said, I think we've got to, we've got to give Wolves the benefit of the doubt and say, look, we'll see. if, All right, the Danny Rose links emanate this week, which are complete Tosh. But if Wolves would sign Danny Rose tomorrow then everyone would say fair enough wouldn't they mm. so if they were to pull off something spectacular not Danny Rose I will mm. add again but if they were to pull off something spectacular for a left wing back then everyone would say fair enough so we've got to give them the benefit of the doubt until August the 9th and then we can properly judge their activities but as for the negativity yeah you can see it creeping in I would say to people not to relate any negativity to pre-season results because I think it's um, was lost to Shrewsbury a year ago right and then they ended up winning the title with 99 points mm. And that Shrewsbury game was what their fourth fourth game of preseason. They, they'll be the, the Villarreal game is when to really judge them in preseason. I know that we have, that we have to talk about it a lot, and I'm as guilty as anyone because you know you've got to analyse the preseason games, you've got to write about them, you've got to talk about them because people want to know what's going on. But really, every single thing you say about preseason must be um, counterbalanced with the line that it's only preseason. So any negativity of losing to Derby, I, I I don't agree with at all in the grander scheme of things. Um, Yes, it wasn't a, wasn't a great performance or result, but it's only pre-season and they're not fully fit yet and they're not fully ready yet. As for bringing players in, um, they signed a few, they made uh, four four loan deals permanent, not including the Nafobi. They bought in um, one of Europe's highest-rated goalkeepers in Patricio. Yeah. They bought in which is an incredible, a stunning sign in whatever way you look at it. Jimenez, we'll see. Johnny Castro, we'll see. But Atletico Madrid have just given him a long-term contract, so you'd expect him to be pretty decent. So... The panic, any kind of panic, no, I, I wouldn't get. I'd back Wolves to bring a couple of additions in before the end of the week. But they need to do that. They do need to do that. Their their business is not complete, and we'll wait and see what they do. And then the time to criticise is at 5.01pm on August the 9th if they haven't done mm-hmm. some more deals, because they do need to do a couple
1: more. You talk about 5.01pm on August the 9th. Yeah. Potentially, if the deals are done at 5.01pm, we shall be recording a podcast, Podcast Transfer Deadline Day special, Tim. And I think we'll have a few things to talk about. Between me and
0: you, even if well, if they don't sign anyone, we will talk about oh, be vitriol more. on Twitter.
1: Ah, oh, well, I'd oh, be
0: goodness. reminiscent of a year ago when they didn't sign a striker Can on you deadline believe day. Believe it. Poor Alfred and Jai, who's back, baby. He's back. He's back
1: this weekend. He's back. The Alfred and Jai derby. Yeah. Um. Okay. Last word. Last word. I promised last word on Barry Douglas. A lot of people are saying there's been a fallout between him and and Nuno behind the scenes. Um. Any. Any information you've got there? Do you think that's maybe something that happened? Do you think there's more to it than meets the eye with, with 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 him leaving to go to Leeds?
0: These things spread like wildfire. I, I love these things. Everybody wants the to be one. I think because they love the drama. <clears throat> I have not heard anything of any kind of substance that suggests that is the case. Um, from what I gather, he just wasn't part of their there. There wasn't going to be part of their squad mm-hmm. next season. And th- that includes bench. You know, they, they they feel they've got better options. So no. If um if I heard of anything like that. You podcast people would be the ninth or, ninth or tenth to hear 12th it. 13 <laughs> so maybe a week later. <laughs>
1: no, obviously, obviously well, you'll you hold it for a, for a rainy day, and then you'll put it out when there's a, you know, new, <laughs> no one. No, no one has not speaking for the third. If there was any
0: substance to that that I'd heard, I would have done a story on it already. But no, not 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 that I've heard. And these things are often pretty careful, uh, dangerous to believe.
1: Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Right now, we did mention last week about um, the Mendez argument, the Jorge Mendez argument. Yeah. And uh, some people are for Menders and very pro Menders and and absolutely whatever happens doesn't matter because we wolves know what's going on, we trust in the process, we say. And then there's a few people who are getting a slight, maybe see a few chinks in the armour, so to speak. And uh, um, maybe the fact that maybe wolves are losing their identity. Whereas other people think it's part and parcel of being a top-class football club and this is a business. So, you know, we've had quite a few people. We asked you last week to, to get in touch to try and find out what your views are on on, on Mendes and, and the way the club has been run. Tim, I know you've had quite a few emails and a few comments on Twitter and and so to speak well, what's the um, what's the consensus
0: yeah well if if anyone didn't listen last week yeah this was prompted well, by you um, <laughs> yeah you idiot, you idiot you idiot morons was uh, prompted by a question from James Fluffy Wolf Rawlinson Wowza. uh who has misgivings about uh, the fact that Wolves are effectively Mendes FC these days and we had a good chat about it last week and you know I, I agree with those misgivings and everything's going very well at the moment but there'll be a time when it won't be yeah. and um, we we're very interested to see how George Mendes is is viewed by Wolves fans when he isn't involved in the mm-hmm. club anymore but it's a growing trend uh, Villa Villa fancy a bit of it now after complaining to oh, com- yeah. complain the EFL last year I mean w- uh, hypocritometer um, Leeds have just signed Barry Douglas who came from that, that kind of stable which, hypocritometer which I don't, don't think people really realise but no. not directly George Mendes' client but certainly brought in from that mm-hmm. kind of side of things Forrest getting involved now Bolton yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's very much in vogue. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, to try and do a Wolves now, that's what mm. certainly Forrest are trying to do. They're trying to. They spent twenty five million. Uh, if you uh, can't beat him join them you know, on a few kind of um, unknown Portuguese players. So Forest trying to do it. Everybody wants a piece of George Mendes. Imagine so, being George Mendes. Imagine how many how many phones do you think he's got? No,
1: oh, he he's definitely got a black book phone. It's got a what? He's got, a, he's, he's got well, he's got an iPhone. He's got an iPhone seven right for Bolton right. He's got an uh, yeah. iPhone 6 for 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 Villa.
0: Yeah. I said well I said Nokia 3210 for Villa. <laughs> <to be honest. laughs>
1: Don't do
0: go annoying other clubs fans. We've got abuse of the week More, later more, on. more of that later. More in fact more. anyone who enjoys the segment abuse of the week certainly keep on listening or just <laughs> or just skip to that bit whatever <laughs> you want to do. People just skip to um, it anyway. Yeah, true, yeah. Um, it's a classic this week.
1: He's got he's got an iPhone iPhone 8 for for Forest because he's getting a little bit out of that. And he's got an iPhone X for for Wolves.
0: I don't really know what that what that all means. No, iPhone
1: but. X is the is the new iPhone to get. Ah, okay. And he's got um a separate Samsung for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: So it's prompted some good debate. Yeah. Some good debate, which yeah. is what we like. So um general kind of consensus being, you know, uh, we all love Mendes but we do have we do have misgivings. Right. A new, a new favourite of ours, hmm. Wolf in Bristol. Oh, who's Wolf in Bristol come to yes. our attention since the podcast coffee morning. Coffee morning, yes. Uh, when he turned up from Bristol,
1: incredible scenes. For late a, for a free late, but for a free coffee, Which cost him twelve pound parking fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Steve, okay, Wolf in Bristol yep. says, yep. "I'm about to condense this, Steve, as I'm sure you'd appreciate." Um, he's a rambled as Steve (laughs) (laughs) he's loving life at Wolves in general but however he does feel that despite our success I feel uncomfortable with what is unfolding before us. he says there's no doubt the links we have to Mendes make us better and Mm. more complete team but with every foreign import I feel the fabric and identity of our club is slowly being erased yeah Moving on players like Douglas, possibly Conor Ronan and other UK youngsters makes it feel far worse. Mm. As great as Neves, Jota and Bolli there was no greater feeling of pride at the success of the developments of the likes of Matt Murray, Jolene Lescott and especially Robbie Keane. I think with the academy and the prospect of pr- attracting young players, this could be where the collateral damage is felt. Under Kenny Jackett and to an extent Lambert, parents of talented youngsters would identify Wolves as the team with the most chance of progression that is not the case now and mm-hmm. that is a good point because i remember interviewing uh gareth prosser academy manager before and he said you know it's a massive selling point for wolves to say to prospective mostly i guess you would say english parents certainly in the local area wolves is a great chance of having that you can see the path to the first team if you're a 15 year old kid mm-hmm. you can see that path mm-hmm. that would no longer really be the case now which is a good point um, We've learnt harsh lessons of Foson's first year in charge when George Mendes was responsible for bringing in B or C grade players like Olajohn, Silvio, he says. I'd add Paul Gladon to that list. Yeah, absolutely. Prince Onyega didn't work and others. Now we have Neves, Jota, Costa and unbelievably Patricio and Martinho. I think we should enjoy it while it lasts. And last it will until Nuno and his team move on to a top UK or European club. Success this season will be a double-edged sword and a top-ten position could undoubtedly expedite Nuno's departure. Unless, of course, with Fosun's back in, he sees the project through. Uh, Mendez will do what's right for Mendez, not Wolves. And if he can move Nuno on and bag a couple of extra million quid, he will. Mm. Good points there. Another excellent email coming up from Chris, who says... Again, I like it's a long this, one, I like this he, by the way. No, but I like this. He apologises for it being long. Again, Sorry. it's been condensed. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Oh, Love very that. good. Yeah, so, I like slight, that. It's like with the Steve Wright show on Radio Top 2. draw. I never normally speak out about things that are discussed. Uh, however, after you posed the question, I thought I would give my thoughts on all this as I feel it will be quite a key aspect on what happens with Wolves in the long term. Uh, from what I've heard and read, uh, there appears to be only two... What's funny?
1: It's been fun of the questions. Oh, right.
0: Yeah, some good questions this week. There'll be <laughs> two routes <laughs> we'll end to up going us. down. Uh, the first route is that Wolves rely on Mendes and Mendes is taking advantage of that, utilising Wolves. And it's great whilst players are moving in, but may not be so good once they start being moved on. Good point. Mm-hmm. The second route is that Mendez relies on Wolves as much as Wolves rely on Mendez. They are closely linked because Wolves not only do need Mendez, he also needs Wolves due to his close links with Fosun. I personally believe there's a third possibility slash route. Everyone assumes that, regardless of which way the relationship eventually goes, Mendes is the one who controls it. I don't think that's necessarily true. In order to buy their way out of the Championship, Foson knew they needed to be clever due to FFP. They also knew that as part of their long-term strategy, they'd need to convince players that Wolves is the place for them to achieve things rather than London, Liverpool, Manchester clubs. They've succeeded with this so far by utilising Mendes's links and will probably continue to rely on it for as long as it's necessary. Yeah. However, once they've established in the Premier League, the financial restrictions aren't as tight as in the Championship. And as they become established and players see the club as a better option and want to join on merit, then I think Wolves will become less and less reliant on Mendes which is a good point, to the point where they actually no longer need him. So what he's saying is Mendes is the one who just tracks and Patricio, mm-hmm. but there may be a time in two, three years when Wolves don't need Mendes to mm-hmm. attract these players because yeah, they're, they're good enough anyway. Yeah. Um, the reason I see this being the case is like unlike other clubs in Mendes' circle, much money isn't the issue for Fosun. Again, it's a good point. Forrest and Bolton, for example, haven't got much money, mm-hmm. so they really need Mendes. Well, maybe not the case in the long term. That's not, to say I li- I don't, that, that's not to say that I like Mendes or a relationship with him. Nor do I dislike him. He's a clever bloke and has done very well for himself. Uh, agents are a necessary evil in football. Fosun are clever enough to have the be- biggest and best one on their side. Uh, and then he says some nice things about the podcast. Thanks, Chris. That's another good point. Just a couple more Here's here. Chris, uh, Gareth Jones sent me a DM. Do you like Jonesy? Oh, you following um, Jonesy? Yes. Uh, the Don't point,
1: follow
0: me. Yeah. <laughs> the point you brought up, Matt Mendes and the Portuguese influence, is one that sits in the back of every Wolves fan's mind. And if they say they are not worried, they will be lying. I am currently burying my head in the sand. But something it's something I think a lot about, but never mentioned to my fellow ticket Holders. George and Fosun are businessmen, and anybody who knows anything about business knows you only you only get into it to make money. When the Mendes players dry up and Fosun get bored, that's the time to worry. For now, I'm going to enjoy the ride. And musings from Molyneux, top top bloke, love his stuff. Replied uh, with a tweet to say players of the caliber will be looking to sign going forward. Need convincing of the project and our abilities to sustain ourselves at this level. Mendes players are key to that. Doors are being
1: opened. Mm-hmm. Mixed bag. It is a mixed bag. And you can understand some of their concern, can't you? And you can understand some of the optimism from others. I mean, you know, they haven't really put a foot wrong yet. However, it's going to be an interesting season and they're not going to wipe the floor. And there are going to be some icky patches. And, you know, they're going to get... Mendes et al might get some heat at some point, especially if they don't sign anyone between now and... And let's say August the 9th.
0: Everybody remembers what's just happened because they've had a fantastic season. People yeah. don't really remember what happened in 2016-17 when they bought some dreadful players in, mm. and Walter Zenger who didn't work out. No. So who's to say what year three will bring?
1: It's interesting, isn't
0: it? We will see.
1: Where do you where, where do you see where do you see the situation? What's your uh, well? Sure, you know, no, we could we could have a whole podcast about this. But what, what's your overall view at the moment?
0: I mean, as 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 said last week. I don't like the idea of an agent having such a big say, and Wolves would never admit it because they can't. And he doesn't have an official role at the club; he's not on the payroll. Mm. But of course, he, g- he still gets his money. <laughs> um, and I don't like—I don't like the idea of him having too much of a say mm. at all. Um, mm. His, his record—it sounds weird to be saying it—but his record at other clubs is is mixed. Um, you know, ask Valencia fans what they think of Mendes; mm-hmm. they'll have a, a very different take. Um, Monaco might, might not be too happy that they're one of their best players Jeremy Martino has just been sold for £5 million pounds. Yeah, you know there's, there's a, there's a Mendes uh, transfer market out there which mm-hmm. is completely separate to the mm-hmm. rest of the football world um, Wolves are dear to all the rules that are in front of them but if those rules are changed then there will be a problem
1: So is George Mendes now he has got links with, with like you say, with your Villas and your Forests and so you know Boltons in the same amount In the same capacity As he has with Wolves Or as Wolves his number Number one so to speak And then the rest He's just got You know Little fleeting interests in, so You know All over the place mean, is, I, it, is, it, is it joint Or is it equal I mean I don't know
0: I can't really answer that But I would say that The fact that he's Intrinsically linked with Foson Means that Wolves Will be his priority in England And mm-hmm. um, we've seen him At a few Wolves games He's got a, a lieutenant Who's pretty much Permanently based At Compton Park uh, And goes to Every match yeah. And sits with the board Yeah so it's a very public, clear uh, presence mm-hmm. from guests of view. uh Like I said, that the have got a stake in them, so um, they're intrinsically linked. So I, I would have thought that that would mean that he would favour Wolves, plus the fact that Nuno is one of his best mates.
1: Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, that's that's
0: probably the biggest difference. Yeah. That's why Wolves have ended up with a lot of good players last year, because yeah. his best mate's the manager.
1: Which always helps.
0: Yeah, but as soon as Nuno goes, maybe the situation changes again.
1: Mm definitely an interesting one I'd love to see Wolves in three years time to see where they
0: are and if I was going to call it I would
1: I know you would I or oh, a
0: negative Nancy I always thought it would end in tears yeah. with Mendes yeah. but last season you can't argue at all with what they did last season but so much of that was down to Nuno yeah. if you take Nuno out of this oh, yeah, and, for and, sure. you, and you're left back with fosen and Mendes again yeah. I don't know No. I don't know there, there, also, there, there were two clubs within the club here as well you've got all the staff who work full time for Wolves and then you've got Mm Mendes and Mm you. and it's yeah, it's um, in theory it's a recipe for disaster, but they managed to get it worked last year, and I think that was because of Nuno. So when Nuno, when Nuno's no longer around, I I I'll be very interested to see where they are at that point. Um, it could be this, it could be in a few months. We never know, do we? If if wolves if wolves are clambering around the top six in the early weeks and they've got a good start, Mm -hmm. first ten games are good. Mm then you never know, do you? If uh, Chelsea make a horrendous start or whatever, then they could come corner for noon. Yeah, you just never know. So we'll see where Wolves are. Good stuff, good stuff, right. Um, but, but most fans will say we're, we're enjoying the ride. I mean, of bloody Of course hell. they
1: are. I mean, like I say, like, also, you know, look back in maybe three years' time and it might all end in tears. Like, Hopefully it doesn't. But also in 40 years' time, and a Wolves fan looks back and go, do you remember this? Do you remember that? This is this is the here and now, isn't it? And that's
0: you got it. To be and the 2017-18 season will never be forgotten by Ever. people that were there. And it's thanks to Nuno, and it's thanks to George Mendes yeah. that, that that happened. So mm. that will never that can never be taken away. now. No. That's that's history, well, that's well, something is... that will
1: always be a part of. Always resonate with me wherever we end up. You know, covering whatever football club we're covering or, or job is. Is we were there for that season. Take away the Premier League season, which could be just as exciting, if not more. That was an unbelievable season, Championship season. What other clubs are you going to report? Uh, oh, so you say we? <laughs> my next wee <laughs> <laughs> oh dear right okay Um. do
0: you know what Tim good questions this week I hope it's questions
1: next no it's not it's not questions next do you know why okay because there's a job vacancy at the Express and Star Tim oh okay there's, right, a, job, there's a job vacancy how would you like to work alongside Nathan Judwin and Timothy Spears would you like to do that because if you're a young and Upcoming wannabe sports journalist, there is a great opportunity for a digital f- football journalist internship at the Express and Star digital sports team. Tim, okay, have you, have you applied yet? No, or, hey, three days a week, including one match day, which will be on Saturday. Hunting for a digital football journalist on a paid internship to help us boost our coverage of Wolves, West Brom, Warsaw, Aston Villa, and Shrewsbury. Now is the time to apply. You can look at uh, my, my tweet, and um, there's some articles on the site. What are, you, what are you laughing about you? I just found some more abuse oh okay bit. excellent news um, so if you, are, <laughs> if you are if you are interested Sorry. in the role I know this is a serious role tip you know what I mean it's a good good role for someone yeah no, it's looking to break into the industry oh uh, you're laughing at the wrong time when I'm explaining this no this is a fantastic opportunity Thank you. Um, Send in your CV and covering letter to myself, Nathan.Juda at expressandstar.co.uk with the subject line, Digital Football Journalist. The deadline for applications is Friday the 10th of August at midday. So make sure that you get on board with that. Okay. Is questions. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) I can't believe you what I'm reading here. Sorry. You don't questions
1: either? I've uncovered some more astonishing abuse. Astonishing. Right, okay. Do you want questions. questions or do you want abuse first? No, 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 go on, grab okay. questions. Okay, okay. You sure? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay, loads of questions, 82 questions. We'll probably be answering all of them. Um, let's go for a light-hearted one first, a couple of light-hearted ones, because we've been very much in focus and very serious. Pete Holloway, um, where would you like next How's season's pre-season tour to be? Oh. Anywhere. Anywhere in the world, Tim. I've,
0: I, do you know what? I've somehow never managed to get to America in my lifetime. I would like to get there. Haven't you? Have you not been? No, none
1: of them. I'll take you to Disney, mate. Me and you. I,
0: um. No. Can you just show me the directions? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh dear. Wolves Fancast. Wolves Fancast have been on board. How
0: about you? You love travel. What's,
1: what's I would like? like to go to America. I love America. Okay. It's amazing. Well, there yeah. we go then. Yeah, there you go. We'll, on, we'll, folks, we'll, and sort it out. we'll be there doing live coverage <laughs> while they're in Austria. <laughs> um, sauces, ketchup, barbecue, etc. Fridge or cupboard. Same also applies to eggs. Uh, it's a fridge all the way for me. Yeah, fridge and eggs as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is an egg holder in a fridge, but I, I rarely use it. I keep the, probably keep the eggs out, but I, I definitely. Cool my sauces, so to speak. Yeah. I can keep vinegar in the fridge. How bad's that? What's wrong with you? I don't know. Don't really use vinegar though too much, to be fair. Well, you're not, you're not really a chippy kind of I'm man, are really you? Yeah. Kind of what else?
0: Now. What else does vinegar go on?
1: Well, there's apple cider vinegar, which um, if you have a, t- a teaspoon of that before meal, kind of the enzymes and will give you get your, your, your body fluids and your digestion going and it what? kind of puts you off your food a little bit what? so it means you have less food what apple cider vinegar
0: what about have you heard of balsamic vinegar that's nice
1: yes I have heard of balsamic vinegar <laughs> just Tim, checking we just found that the other day did you <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the
0: uh, what's the most unusual item in your fridge
1: oh goodness me unusual item in my fridge that's a great question um
0: salad for me <laughs> <laughs> Greenery, (laughs) greenery. Yes, green stuff in my fridge.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about that. Um, We've got some pineapple salsa, homemade pineapple salsa. Now, is that unusual? Probably not. Really. I've never had any, but no, I've just got a lot of plastic chef-made meals, mate. To be honest,
0: I'll tell you what mine is. Go on. On a hot day.
1: Um, go on. Hair gel. He, he, oh, not a bad show. Not a bad show, actually. Yes. Because I have like the clay. Yeah. Because it, it just, becomes clay. too hot and it just doesn't does, really yeah. work. So does, does nothing. Just flops. Yeah. just Stick
0: it in the fridge. Mm. No one. No one likes a flop.
1: No. No one likes a flop, mate. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> Russ Wolves. Russ. Question. Away from Wolves. Tip. Who will be the biggest overachievers and underachievers this season? In the Premier League. Yeah. Let's go Premier League. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a thing first. What you think? So biggest overachievers for me, I think and I did. I did a prediction table um, the other day. Actually, who I think, which, which I had Wolves finishing eighth. By the way, um, I think that Fulham will be the biggest overachievers this season. I think Fulham won't be too far away from Wolves. I can see Fulham getting around tenth, eleventh, which I think is an excellent done
0: some good business.
1: Uh, yeah, a really good business. I think Schuler's a very good good buy. They've got Mitrovic as well. Um, I would take Mitrovic. I, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take his attitude, but I'd take Mitrovic at Wolves. Um... So I think Fulham will be the biggest overachievers biggest underachievers um, I think Manchester United might struggle and Mourinho just does my head in every time I see his face he's constantly moaning and signing 29, 30, 31 year olds so 40, 50, 60 million I mean come on man um, I also think that I, don't, I can't even think see Burnley and Bournemouth and all that, those teams I don't really think they're going to underachieve if they finish 15th or 16th because I think they're quite happy to do that stay in the Premier League you know I know yeah. Burnley did well last season but I won't call him an underachiever so yeah, I would say Manchester United.
0: I would say I agree with you on Fulham. I think okay. I think Bournemouth will do well. I think Bournemouth will be pushing for top half this season. Mm. I think, um, like Eddie Howe a lot, kept that squad together, made a couple of good additions. I think they'll be pushing up. I think Arsenal will overachieve. Yeah, although no one really knows quite what to expect from them, do they? But I think I think they'll be top four this season and Newcastle are bang in trouble. You can't really say they're going to underachieve because I think most people would say they're primed for relegation battle. Mm. Rafa Benitez last night his comments were incredible. Oh yeah. But he, um, he
1: does this every time every every every, every season does not he he's saying I'm not happy and... No, but they were
0: hammered 4-0 by Braga and their squad's yeah. absolutely terrible.
1: The squad is terrible.
0: So and and
1: Newcastle finished 12th I think last year, which says everything. I think they've finished tenth. I was They're looking at looking in, at her it? in
0: and around the top ten the other day. Which is you're, astonishing, you're at, really. I think Palace eleventh, Newcastle tenth. Mm. I think Palace did
1: all right this season. Leicester
0: ninth and Everton eighth. Mm. Um and not, not, apart from Vardy, none of them had a decent goal scorer.
1: And I think that those are the teams. Your Crystal Palace's, your Leicesters, your West Hams, your you know, that kind of Everton is kind of where Wolves I, I can flip flop any of them really to see where they're gonna be. I think wolves are in that in that little tier for me. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns out uh, western. The unknown up. the unknown for me, sorry, to, to cut you off, the unknown for me out of all those teams at wolves is that those teams now are to play in the Premier League and Wolves have got to learn how to play in the Premier League and that's the only thing that I think would separate them from them from Nuno's man Yeah,
0: Wolves need to be more streetwise. I yes. think. Although they were still pretty streetwise last year. But, mm-hmm. but they're yeah, they're the new boys and referees they'll have to deal with. I think they'll have problems with referees this year.
1: Which they learnt on the fly. I mean, I remember when they got absolutely stuffed by Cardiff and manhandled. And then they learnt pretty quickly after that, didn't they, at home?
0: They stopped moaning as much because Nuno got sent off twice. Um, so yeah, that's the kind of thing they need to be
1: wary of. Andy Roden, greetings from Switzerland. What do you think hey. our points hole will be from... Can you get me off a few tickets, Andy? I've sent a couple of... Uh, <laughs> What do you think our points haul will be from the opening three fixtures? Everton, Leicester and Manchester City. I'm going to go out on a limb and say four points.
0: I'll say two. Yeah. At at the moment, with with the team that we might go into later, that I think Wolves will field against Everton, I think they're going to draw out of that. And I think they'll get a draw at Leicester, because Leicester with Vardy and Maguire not even back in training yet will probably be be a bit cold. And then, yeah, probably you've got to say they'll lose to Man City. At this stage, one
1: one one one, nil 2. That's you, Gray. I do. I think they'll get two points. You How- just said four? No, I didn't say four. I said he said four. I'm going out and I'm oh, going sorry. Sorry sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. Andy said four points. Um, yeah, I, I do. I think the first two are, are winnable. One of one or, or, or the other are winnable. I don't think both are. But I think if they if get a win and a draw in the first two games, that's absolutely superb. Um, yeah. Um, and it's probably a good time to, to face Everton and Leicester's because they haven't added a lot to the squad. No, is.
0: there is that and uh, yeah, Everton. Everton fifty million on Richarlison and nothing else. You know, with a new manager, or albeit... well, they
1: got they've got a left back in for nineteen million yesterday. It was um that. Digner or something like D- Digner, which will replace later. If, in. If, if if
0: Wolves if Wolves can make a couple of wins from the first mm. two games and they're top of the league, yeah, then suddenly you've got the momentum already picked up from last season. You've got the fans going crazy you've got Man City coming to town with confidence sky high I And mean, them in the invincible season <laughs> but you've got a decent first 10 fixtures they've got Burnley they've got Brighton in there I think they've got Huddersfield fairly early on in the first 10 Southampton at home Yeah, it's not bad No, the first 10 aren't bad if they can get on a bit of a roll that's what I was saying earlier then they could be in and around it because um, you do get that sometimes I mean, when um, you get Charlton or whatever back in the day mm-hmm. Ipswich whatever anyway you, you know what I mean there's always one team that can surprise for the first few weeks that could be Wolves
1: Simon says, Yao, fancy a pint. Uh, busy right now, Si. As long as you're not getting your phone out. Goodness me. Uh, he, I think he said he was going to threaten to apply for the digital football journalist role. <laughs> Imagine Yao in the office, giving him, giving him the Express and Star Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. 3am tweets. Didn't realise didn't realize Express and Star retweeted that. We'd be banned by Twitter Ooh, immediately. We're literally banned. Um, Craig Foley who would your first choice be as club captain for the upcoming Premier League season a lot of people talking about the club captaincy
0: um, I don't really know why you'd get rid of Danny as club captain he's had it for a little while and he does it very well um, Even if, and if he's not playing it'd be Cody on the pitch
1: as it was last season I don't see why well, it's you not going to change,
0: change is it I don't see why you changed last season's arrangement really
1: no um, Haggy Howells do you think lack of Premier League experience Um, will make things tough or do you think needing said experience is just a myth?
0: I think we saw last season when many, including me, were calling for more championship experience in their squad, that that meant nothing. So, no, I don't think so. Mm -hmm.
1: I don't think so. Also, and I think there's a couple of people who have said this, apologies for not naming the names, but I I did read this two or three times, Um, but a lot of people asking, what's more of a concern? New signings from now onwards till, till, till deadline day or getting rid of the in, in inverted commas Deadwood in the squad ah uh, the bomb squad the bomb squad uh, the yeah. new
0: bomb squad uh, I can't
1: remember if, if I just, don't we discussed this on the podcast I'm not sure but when I the story maybe just give people an indication of what's going on
0: I can't remember when I did the story but yeah basically Wolves have hired uh, ex-crew manager Steve Davis on a full time but short term contract to look after their um, unwanted players so that's there's a lot of them uh, Ebanks Landell Iorfa, Joe Mason Zyro Jordan Graham, Philip Ossouet, eh? and others. And, and some of the older older under-23 group. Uh, Rob Edwards managing the normal under-23s, um, but yeah, lots of Conor Ronan in there as well. So, yeah. Straight, I don't, um,
1: I, I've never really heard of that, to be honest. Someone coming in on a specific short-term contract to manage the exile, so to speak. Well,
0: they've just got so many players at Compton. Mm. There's not And they're f- not
1: going to play in the 23s. They're not going
0: to play, the the play in the first team. And they're struggling to sell them. So,
1: Are you surprised they're struggling to sell now? I'm I'm surprised that they haven't gone... I assume quite a few will go between now and and next week, maybe on loan. I don't
0: don't know because, well, the EFL loan window's open to the end of the month, though, so I can see a situation where they might get a couple out before next week and then the rest they'll try and loan out before the end of the month.
1: Some of these are decent players, aren't they?
0: Well, Conor Ronan, uh, Jordan Graham, Michael Zyro, all of them. I tell you, all of them. They can all put, put... Paul Gladon is in there as well. Uh, but <laughs> right, I'm sorry, Paul. I'm sorry. They're, they're, they can all, You're not. I'm not sorry. Ebex Landell's gone down a bit and um, was, uh, you know, with MK Dons when they were relegated last season and uh, it didn't really work out for him. But certainly, Zyro went fit if he was the pre-injury Zyro. Yeah. So the same for Graham, pre-injury Graham. Yeah. Joe Mason's, you know, done some good stuff at this level. He scores about one in three or four for Wolves so yeah Conor Ronan as discussed before yeah there's, there's some good talented players there mm. Iorfer I mean he was the he was, he was the, um, the great young hope at yeah. one point, and with Courtney Hawes and you, you'd say awful was the most likely to make it and now it's the opposite so yeah but the problem is uh, wages and clubs that want to pay money for these players because they haven't really done much for a year or two mm-hmm. uh,
1: it's shame. going to be interesting yeah it's a shame absolutely um, price of success Daniel Hodge is Adama Traor going to be a Wolves player at the end of this window Tim Adama Traore, for anyone who doesn't know, just his shoulder on Friday, Friday evening um, in, a, in a match that was called off at half time against Sunderland at the Riverside Stadium, which didn't help matters. Um, Wolves, like you said, have had a. Oh, it's police there. Swiss police in <laughs> the background. Um, you've, you've written a story. Um, there's, there's a bid that's gone in under the £18 million asking price, um, which has been rejected. Where do we stand at the moment with Adama Traore, Tim?
0: Yeah, um, last I heard was yesterday, which was Wednesday. They haven't gone back in with an improved offer. I mean, he's not worth £18 million for me. He's not He's not worth becoming Wolves' record signing by £3 million quid. If Wolves had no wingers in their squad and they were desperately short, then I'd say, all right, move heaven and earth to go and get him. Yep. But in my opinion, they've got three players at the club who play in that position who offer better end product. They are Diogo Jota, Ivan Cavalero and Helda Costa. Now they're not as quick as Trey right? but they've they've certainly got a better football brain and they've certainly got better end product. Tro scored five goals last year mm-hmm. and I think ten assists. Um for the talent and pace that he's got, you'd expect more in a team that finished in the playoffs and has some decent players around him. It's not like he was doing yeah. it on his own. So I say if the money's right, buy him. If not, if it's anywhere near eighteen million, I'd stay clear of it. For that reason, If I was going to call it right now, bearing in mind, I haven't spoken to him about it for about 24 hours, so the situation may have changed, but if I was going to call it now, I'd say they wouldn't sign him. I don't think it's a priority.
1: Definitely not a priority. I think Wolves have
0: got enough in in the forward line. Agreed. To start the season. Ideally, they would have brought in some incredible forward, but they haven't done that so far, so...
1: And middle's been to get a player in as well if they're going
0: to... you absolutely right, Judah. And it's probably the same with Zinchenko at Man City. You know, they, they're not just going to sell them, they want replacements. And the fact that the transfer window is so short this year helps nobody, really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there are priorities elsewhere. I don't know, we probably haven't got time to go into it now, but I've done an article today I've got, I've
1: got it. I've got it open. I mean, I, I was very impressed with your article, Tim, because you almost Bloody had a, pod, hell, a podcast feel to it. where you giving marks out of ten of where do you need to bolster, <laughs> bolster which is a very podcasty as soon as you, as you don't play along with the games, um, or, you know, <laughs> the majority of time. So for you to talk about um, issues such as central defence and then giving a, a mark out of ten on urgency to strengthen—it's <laughs> almost like it was an urgeometer. <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't have a meter with it, just you know a little <laughs> diagram going on. Um, we can talk about that very quickly. We, it's our podcast. We can do what we want. Oh, well,
0: obviously, goalkeeper is the only position they don't need to sign anyone. As far as I'm... Still, as far as I'm aware, lots of rumours about John Ruddy going out on loan because he wasn't at Derby last week. My understanding was that Norris was playing that day because Ruddy played at Stoke in midweek, so they're rotating it.
1: So, it was- central defence then. Let's go to central defence. You've given it a... Urgency to strengthen three out of 10 and again
0: that's on the proviso that Roman says can come in and do the job if not if not I'd still be happy with the back three of Bennett Cody and Bolly I would it did so well last year 24 clean sheets give Ryan a chance to step up but the fact they haven't done that with Douglas makes you think that maybe they won't again but we'll see for me it's not priority
1: wing back <laughs> <laughs> nine out of 10 urgency to strengthen Tim
0: yeah if again we had this all season last year if Matt Dockers, he gets injured they're absolutely screwed Johnny Castro, new signing, we don't know how he's settled in. He hasn't got a left foot on him, although he may have, but he didn't show it at Derby. Um, And then your next in line is Vinagra, who wasn't quite good enough for the Championship. So I know he's just won the under-19 Euros with Portugal and whatever, but it makes no bit of difference to me. Um, Is he good enough to be, if if Johnny Castro gets injured for four months now, is Ruben Vinagra good enough to be first-choice left-wing-back in the Premier League? No, mm-hmm. he wasn't good enough to be first-choice left-wing back in the Championship. So nothing's changed on that front for me. Um, Ryan Giles, fantastic in pre-season, but I, I think even he would probably admit he's not ready for the Premier League. So they need cover desperately.
1: Central midfield, the urgency to strengthen. Eight out of ten, eight
0: it's out of ten. A similar situation, but lessened by the fact that Roman Sais can step into midfield, obviously. They've got Neves matinho Gibbs, White, and then Sace. But for me, if you want Roman Sace to be your centre-half for the season, he stays at centre-half when fit all season long. Yeah, it's you know it's most important, pretty much most important position on the park now, central defensive walls, They've got to keep that defensive rigidity going all season long in the toughest league in the world. So you don't want Roman Sace moving out of position to cover in midfield. Do, do you see Neves and Matinho lasting 90 minutes every single week? Mm. I don't think so. Certainly not at the moment for Moutinho. He could only last a half at Pride Park. He's absolutely knackered. Neves was taken off a lot last season, if you remember. was often the first one to be given kind of a rest. So, um, got to bring someone in. Got to bring in someone physical like Alfred and Jai to give them that other option for me. That's a priority.
1: Great stuff. And um, I didn't get a chance to do this because we goalkeepers was, would have been in a 0 out of 10.
0: Well, that's what I was sort of saying earlier. So, again, the last I heard, they, were, they wanted all three keepers to be going into the squad this season. That's Norris, Rudy, and Patricio. So, they're fine. And Norris would potentially go out on loan in January and they'd bring Burgoyne back at that point if he was fit again. Mark out of 10? Oh, no, they don't need a goalkeeper. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so 10%. 10% <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Um...
0: And the forwards? Oh, we
1: sort of done it. We've done the forwards. What was the number?
0: Five out of 10. Yeah, five out of 10.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: With the forwards, for yeah. me, you only bring in someone if it's better than what they've got.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Um, we're getting to that stage where I think people people have uh, they've had a lot of information together to I feel like we've got a musical interlude Tim okay. musical interlude um, which we don't often have and I think maybe it's something that we should we should look to um, look to play every week so um, very uh, good friend of the podcast Alison Norton has sent me an email this week um, and she has a school friend living out in Australia big big Wolves fan huge Wolves fan love team. that Loves, um, goes by the name of Stephen Wernick um, from Wolverhampton a massive fan um, despite still being on the other side of the world. I always love getting a text from Lee Sanders, who oh. makes a
0: special guest appearance now and again in this podcast. Got rid not read this out.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> back on for the coffee morning next week next year. I'll show you the rest of that conversation later. Excellent. Sorry, everybody. Oh, dear, what a lovely man. Um, anyway, so she she, she said, um, thankfully, and very kindly sent us um, the said song um, of Stephen, she said, would you like to listen to it? So I thought, rather than me listen to it and you listen to it, we're gonna let the peeps listen to it as well. Brilliant! So it's a couple and a half, two and a half minutes. It's a little bit um, up to date, and um, I think it's very, very nice. So you know, sit back if you're driving, relax, and and listen to listen to a, a cracking little wolf song.
2: Me dad and me granddad lived close to the ground in the days you got in. For less than a pound They talked about flowers Broadbent and rites And how we beat past Under floodlights One day the old man said Son, it's your turn I could still feel the same passion burn Mesmerised by
1: young Peter Knowles Up on my... Aww. Oh, sorry.
0: Jude, do What the hell? I'm going back. It's agony Ecstasy
1: Wolf pack, we're in our old golden black. we
2: the wolf pack. with a history of winning the league in the cup. Then we went and we nested all up from the first to the fourth. The
0: football was dull. Now on came our saviors. Oh, for God's sake!
1: Well, I'm just playing it. it's
0: fine. Amateur hour go put my passcode in <laughs> just just lock on radio 1 till never's came here
2: from portugal in Nuno we trust he made us believe take us back to
1: the premier league hey hey
2: we pack. Get my lighter out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean tea is here. The wolf
1: pack. Come on Tee. all together now. We're, We're the, the wolf pack. pack. Ah very good, very good. Stephen Wernick, there. Thank you very much for that. I, I enjoyed that. a little bit, a little bit of. Um, I thought a little bit of Leonard Cohen to him at the start. To be fair, Is quite like Very Irish. Is he from Ireland? Um, sort of bit, bit Irishy music. He did he did. So, uh, Stephen Wernick. W e r oh, n c k. Oh, oh, Wernick. Wernick. <laughs> Talking about Irish. Um, huge, huge bonus at the Wolves races um, at the York races. Sorry, on uh, on Saturday. Boyzone afterwards. Boyzone. Oh yeah. on stage. Loved it. Absolutely fantastic. I bet you did. I'll tell you what, I didn't love. Um, having a nine to one winner, twenty pound each way, three hundred thirty pound back, and losing my ticket to go and claim it. How'd you lose it? It was in my pocket. Went to the bathroom. Windy day. Ticket gone. <laughs> windy bathroom was it? <laughs> Apparently so. Windy Portaloop. <laughs> oh, I wasn't laughing at the time. <laughs> windy bathroom. Oh, Judah. Oh dear. Anyway, I got it in the end. Then went out to the right. court martial. Who th- thankfully I took a picture of the ticket to send to my wife to show her before I lost it. So then she had to go, come with me. And then I anyway, know I got the money.
0: That's lucky. You, you might have been short of money for a couple of weeks. Whoa, wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> well, I wanted to get the sous chef in.
1: Uh, listen, I, I don't, I don't like this. I don't, I don't like this, um, this killing of me. I want to hear killing of you because it's time Plenty for. Of that, baby. Abuse of the weak. Abuse of the weak. I don't like the way you're doing this. Abuse of the weak. Abuse of the weak. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the
2: week. <laughs> Abuse
1: of the week. <laughs> ka, ka, ka. Oh my God. And I mean wa ha 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 how. This is
0: gonna be epic I've printed off three pages open and I, a, and open I still a Rolo. have to cut a lot out and really? I've just found a lot more on my phone
1: open a Rolo Rolo pack enjoy it just Rolo? It, yeah Rolo do you remember the Rollos? yeah why because I just think they can sit back relax it's just, it's just ecstasy here let it let it, let it, it sink into your mouth let it melt ok so Pride Park Pride Park 4pm wasn't there?
0: Saturday afternoon okay. you, well you may have stopped me hmm. I was let off the leash, judeless I was. Mm. Uh, Pride Park had a stand closed okay. uh, behind one of the goals. Not, okay. not enough fans to fill it.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Pre-season friendly. Pre-season, understandable. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Molyneux will mm-hmm. not be full on Saturday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what happens. No Normally
1: you see one of these tweets and you show me and I'm like, no. And you go, okay. <laughs> uh, so
0: I I was in a, a playful mood. Frivolous. Stuck out a tweet. The second half is underway okay. with Wolves shooting towards the end where there are absolutely no fans. It's like playing at the Hawthorns.
2: Oh, oh,
1: Timmy hasn't. Even, hasn't even started yet, and you're going at the buggies. It's like playing at the Hawthorns, comma, a lads. Oh, so, so you're looking, you're looking for a reaction. You're looking, you're looking to gold. Normally, I'm just having a bit of a laugh,
0: and yeah. I know it's just for Wolves fans. But I did think this one would attract a bit of attention. Yeah. But I was in a funny mood. I was in a playful mood. Thoughts, yeah, that's I thought, I- sod it why not
1: I I tell you what and I'd give you the green light to send that as well
0: (laughs) Uh, first of all a lot of tweets about uh, 5-1 which is the score uh, Wolves lost to Albion the last time they played them uh, because (laughs) because the uh, score at the time was 5-1 to Albion right Uh, that was before League One side Coventry uh, scored again uh, to make it five two, then <laughs> <laughs> those tweets soon stopped. Right, we're going to start with the nice, niceish ones, and then get to the really good stuff. I like that. So we'll start with Kevin Adams. Uh, thoroughly unprofessional journalism, probably to the embarrassment of his employers. Mm. Craig Seeger says you're certainly no comedian I'd stick to journalism but you're rubbish at that as well whenever I'm saying rubbish it means S-H-I-T okay. ladies and gentlemen Jeffrey Morris says very unprofessional Tim I'm sure Albion correspondent Matt Wilson wouldn't pass such remarks he's a decent young journalist oh. uh, John Flanagan young uh, compared the empty stand to the Timmy Spears fan club oh. Nick Wortley said aren't you supposed to be a professional journalist I guess not mm. Uh, Hitendra picked up on the fact that I said a hey, lads in a tweet okay. and says don't Wolves have any female fans Ooh, going, sexist Oh, sexist and unprofessional wow sexist wow uh, Jason 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 Morgan says Matt, w- Matt Wilson any chance you can give Tim what he deserves a Glasgow kiss oh, what's a
1: Glasgow kiss
0: a uh, head headbutt in is the, it a headbutt in the mouth I think is it a yeah.
1: Glasgow kiss I think so Oh, goodness me. I'll have to turn that down next time then. I'm around there. <laughs> <laughs> what some fine young Glaswegian, Glaswegian
0: lady off to Glasgow kiss.
1: Yes, please, love. Blonde Bob 16 six teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Black Country Baggy takes the next level with hashtag bellend. Oh, nice. Hashtag nice. six-fingered, web toad inbred scrote. Mm,
1: he's, he's close with three of those four things.
0: Stuart Hunt, don't give the prick the response he needs. Well, Let it? him have his five minutes of fame. Uh, West Bromwich Albion fan Mm. happy to give his identity says on Twitter Okay, I think (laughs) think for a local journalist his professionalism at times leaves a lot to be desired not seen that by other club reporters Paul Chappell don't forget he's an online fanboy who the ENS can pay peanuts you get what you pay for he's ridiculed by his peers and commands zero respect from others wowza
1: oh okay let's keep keep going that's page that's
0: page one or is that page two it's page two coming up Ashley Neville says they get better Ashley Neville says what a creep have you not got any more pants to sniff you prat (laughs) (laughs) said that Ashley Neville (laughs) I I liked that tweet rich boing boing responds with the weirdo is liking the replies as well I only like them so that I save them for a boost of the wind. Yeah,
1: thank you. Good good work. I like that.
0: Rich says, can you imagine someone like At Henry Winter coming out with that?" Eh, hey, Tim? That's why you'll be covering cats stuck up trees in Bilston your whole life. Bit <laughs> weird. It's a page two story, that, the an Express and Star. John says, uh, I understand your bitterness and anger, Tim. After all, your hopes and aspirations, it must hurt to work for a toilet roll like the Express and Star. Oh, oh. It's, not very, it's not very gentle on the derriere. I wouldn't, wouldn't recommend wiping you.
1: No, it's, it's, it's sun, very sunpaper. I, I bring you an Android,
0: so how are you? <laughs> Top Baggy says, Notice the lack of Wolves fans commenting on this. They all think you're a Muppet too. Mm. Luke Mason says, Proper prick, ain't you? Dear God, <laughs> the shame of the Dingles that have, have to claim to know you. Hashtag FFS. Uh, Stephen Tom says, The empty stand is full of all the people who read your column Ooh. in the pathetic rag you work for. <laughs> Carl Burkett, one inbred cock you are fierce. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so glad can you we don't say
0: that I don't know oh we can have it <laughs> so glad you don't report on my team comes to think of it you can't report on anything to be honest oh, wow Jordan says inbred Gary Morton says what a turd Alan Johnson says SHIT correspondent SHIT newspaper SHIT <gasps> football team Bradley says F off your nonce Mark Evans says on the day of the Cyril Memorial match, have some effing dignity, you prick. He played for you lot too. Kevin Dent, journalism at its best, you effing six-fingered tool. <laughs> Jason says, Sur- Sur- su- surprised your sister has let you out the bedroom, oh! you inbred C-bomb. Oh, Nick I says, God. are you a journalist or a Muppet? Martin Duffy says, nonce. Kieran, calm <laughs> down, you munter. <laughs> Jack Kramin, four-eyed pedo. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh. <laughs> We started oh off this podcast in week one of the first <laughs> ever, just being so nice and polite. Everyone was 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 had to raise their hands in a little little a little, oh, a little circle when they white to speak, oh. and now it's gone to four fingered web beater. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Jude nearly off his chair. Eh? Oh, that is superb. Right, a couple more notes. Uh, oh,
1: what abuse the week notes?
0: Sandra Hughes okay. replied to this.
1: Sandra Hughes same Mindy.
0: personally I was more annoyed at the timing of his of his two barbed two most barbed jokes right bear in mind the other one was end of season when I had a little pop after they'd been relegated what the end of season dinner well I didn't have a pop did I but
1: I just well, re- reported no. what had happened the, the champagne with pop the in. celebrations
0: that Wolves' the end of season do when Albion were relegated
1: yeah um a straight reports
0: on that night we were Amazing. relegated and he didn't give a jot that folks his jobs were at risk and yesterday as we celebrated Cyril's life right the man is a prick, oh, in my oh. opinion.
1: <laughs> she, she was so nice there before he went, she, went, she went down the P word. And this is Sandra.
0: <laughs> the
2: sweetest one the sweetest you could ever see.
0: Uh, retired teacher. Loves travelling to Italy. Picture <laughs> with her and James Morrison. Is that who it is? Yes, it is, yes. And what I just noticed earlier, as well as having a little chuckle...
1: Mm. You may remember talking that night. Sandra, big fan of the Wolves podcast, by the way. <laughs> can't believe Sandra. She one of the three people qualified for Nando's meal. <laughs> um, on that
0: relegation, Albion relegation night, uh, yeah. uh, we earned the wrath of Kitman Pat.
1: Oh, Kitman Pat.
0: Uh, Pat Frost, Eng- England-, England, Kitman, England Kitman, who was out there with Gareth and the boys over in Russia. Yeah. So- saw him on Telly many times. Mm. He is the England Kitman. He is the England Kitman. He gave me West seven, Brom fantasy. is Yeah, he is. He used to be West Brom kit, man. He gave me seven bells of abuse. Oh, he did? After that relegation night. He did? This time...
1: Yeah. Nothing.
0: He retweets me, can somebody else give Tim SHIT for this? I got in trouble last time.
1: Oh, so he's been he's been reprimanded by England, maybe?
0: Uh, for being I'm, professional? Not for me to say. Oh, okay. Lots of replies to this is what I've just noticed. <laughs> uh, I see Tim Knobhead Spears has woken from his summer oh, okay. slumber. Uh, okay, there you go. Um... Uh, Tim Spears is the worst sports journalist ever. He's utter crap. Oh, okay.
1: that's, well, that's pretty tame.
0: Uh, he's an absolute goon and embarrassment to his profession. Yeah. This one, right. Oh. Colin Griffiths, yeah. he's just an empty vessel. He got refused a TIT when he was a child. So now just swims around the bottom of the tank, <laughs> sucking up all the S H I T E. Hashtag bottom feeder.
1: <laughs> oh, <wow>. That's weird. Who <laughs> put that? Uh, Colin Griffiths. Couldn't have spent on see what's on his laptop. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, that. wow, what a week. What a week. Thank you, week. Thank you. What you a know, week. Do you know, like, what what, ha- what happens if like we, we took everything to heart? What happens if we took everything to heart? I mean, you'd be, you'd be suicidal, man. You'd be on top of the Express of Star Towers.
0: Someone from the Birmingham Mail, actually, yeah. I think he's a, oh, I forget his title now, some kind of news editor's what said, it, tweeted me to say, I'm a Wolves, I'm a West Brom fan, I think, yeah. who works for Birmingham Mail, and okay. even I think this is ridiculous. <laughs> all the abuse that I was getting, it's just playful banter.
1: Can you just repeat again what you said in that tweet? To to, cause it I'm was just, a joke. Go it on. was
0: a joke. it was a light-hearted. There's not. no such thing as friendly rivalry. A bit on Twitter. of banter, can you know? Apparently not. You can't. Have, you can't have friendly rivalry on Twitter no, these days. No. Even, s- even though our comments are full of it. <laughs> on our stories the uh, tweet said second half is underway Wolf shooting towards the end where there are absolutely no fans it's like playing at the Hawthorns eh lads Hawthorns had a, an attendance of 7,000 that day I must point out by the way <laughs> did they yeah for this 7,000 the it seven thousand. was sh- pretty sure I'll double check that because I don't want anyone to come back at me uh, with more abuse well but.
1: you do we need to fill that next week's segment there'll be plenty of that though to be fair I'll great yeah. Fan- fantastic absolutely fantastic yep. thank you very much keep them coming yeah keep them um, coming yeah. um, really really enjoyed that That's probably one of the best abuse of the weeks of all time pretty good one Out of them. enjoyed it enjoyed it very good right um can you knock some of these people down please okay not coming not coming to Wolves, just knock them down okay danny rose no chris smalling no adama traore probably not <laughs>
0: pepe no zinchenko oh maybe still a chance uh, bid I mean bid was accepted mm. so he doesn't want to go but it's not not up to him is it okay good. great getting someone who doesn't want to come to Wolves <laughs> awesome <laughs>
1: more uh, but Chuailly Chelsea oh, that's a new one yeah I'm just going to say no okay Phil Foden Manchester City oh great great uh, signing yeah that, that, that was one that I put in there for myself. oh okay right. that would be, be good signing with, you, with, with your
0: Danny Welbeck signing from the <laughs> yeah league. with Danny Welbeck yeah um, want, um, for what I gather is due to play more of a part with Man City this season? Yeah, isn't yeah.
1: Glow, glowing, glowing terms to be. He fair, wouldn't be Wolves' first team, would he?
0: As ridiculous as that sounds, but he wouldn't.
1: No, not the way they'd line up, probably not. But I'd love to see him there. Yeah, definitely. He's just the attacking midfielder you want. Um, yeah, and then and then yeah, Jude, Jude, So Jude on Foden, Welbeck, um, and Tammy Abraham, who scored for Chelsea. Um, probably not going to be part of their plans. And I think maybe a, a lone move with Tammy Abraham. He'd
0: be a great addition. He would be one team. He would. Is that just one you made up? Yeah, it's one I made up. Yeah, yeah. fantastic yeah,
1: yeah, edition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 803-604-179712 Yeah, he's, he's good. Is Tim Spears' mobile number? No, it's <laughs> not. It is the fancy Premier League code eight zero three six zero four 604 179712 Make sure you join. I will tweet it out today. Oh, yeah. just a quick one before yeah. you start,
0: ra- I think you're going to start wrapping things up. I'm going to start you? wrapping
1: things up. I know you've got so a couple of couple of questions or a couple of uh, emails. We had 3,800 okay. listens
0: last 3, 800. week. 3,800? Pretty like good, that. pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good, baby. Yeah. Pretty good. What are you looking for, Tim? Yeah, there we go. A couple okay. of comments from... Uh, Tommy! Tommy! Tommy,
1: Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy's, back. Tommy's, Tommy. Back.
0: Tommy's back! Tommy's back! Tommy's back! Tommy! Tommy! Alan Dylans, Okay. Our favourite man. With us from the start, Tommy.
1: He's been with us from the start. My is still in the drawer. Is it? I'll have yeah. it. Yeah. Will you? Yeah. Okay. I did enjoy my yager bomb, though, it was very nice.
0: Oh yeah. yeah we start, we're gonna bu- bookend the podcast with you, some Jager chat. You had so you did have a Jager bomb.
1: Yeah, I did have a Jager bomb, yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't have the, all of it. There was a little bit of dribble left <laughs> towards the bottom of it, but I had most of it. Right. Calorific though.
0: Oh yeah, sugar to yeah, high help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tastes fine. good though.
1: Yeah. Also, you this is crazy. Just just one last bit. Got back to the room about half past midnight, slightly merry. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Ordered a cheese toastie. Did on, you on brown? Bloody cheese hell! Toastie. You must have been blotto. Oh, m- ridiculous. <laughs> Vikings pizza opposite, but cheese toastie. But that was that's pretty extravagant for me.
0: You must have been off your head yeah, to order it, that. Off it, mate. Uh, Three thousand six hundred listeners last week. Cheers, okay. everybody. Tommy says one hundred percent. Foson's first big mistake, I think, it was talking about Barry Douglas. Mm. Uh, he also says please warn mutino off the number twenty shirt. It has a curse on it. What? The last two were Prince and Conor Ronan.
1: I wouldn't say too much of a curse. I mean, Conor Ronan's a bit harsh. It's a curse. I mean, I don't think it's a curse. Well, I'd be blessed to be Conor Ronan. Absolutely. With that ability. Yes. And that touch. Prince John Yeager, not so much.
0: Yeah, a little bit less. Yeah. Uh, are, the, are, the, are, the
1: number, are the Wolves number 20s in, in years gone by, Tim?
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, was oh. Oh. Wasn't that Milias number 20? I can't oh, good shot it was. Good player. <laughs> where's he from um, um, abroad <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh,
0: Liam Nicholson also commented on SoundCloud what did I'm Liam say ha- I'm happy with Mendez but at, the mo- but I'm ex- at the moment but I'm expecting it to uh, turn sour turn silly. later down the line and there was one question Question. a nice email question from Ooh. Kieran Hughes okay. who's the man who's listened to us every single one do you remember we saw that last fair week fair play yeah we worked out the hours that you've given up to listen Incredible to the podcast of ours.
1: So sorry, Kieran.
0: Uh, he said he didn't. I didn't realize it was quite as much as my of my life. You mm-hmm. <laughs> listening to the podcast <laughs> until it was pointed out last week. But it isn't as bad as it sounds. I usually listen when commuting or to, or to and from work or doing essays.
1: So pretty much, you just said, and I, I, I listen when I'm zoned out. Is I'm <laughs> yeah, when well, you do something else. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, do you think Wolves, being a non-established Premier League club, will have difficulty signing Premier League? players for squad rotation roles
2: mm-hmm.
0: P- possibly Yeah. Uh, which players in the most likely Wolves matchday squad are you most worried about not making the step up to the Premier League I still have doubts about Barnettini although I'm happy he signed as a backup I don't think Rudy's good enough if Rui gets injured um, as he's claiming from crosses and corners isn't convincing mm. so who's not going to make the step up he says out of the current squad
1: I mean I've seen more from Johnny Castro <laughs> we haven't seen him yet have you? no I was going to say I want to see him I want to see him first yeah uh, I don't know who do you think
0: uh, I'm unconvinced than Sais as I said earlier yeah
1: we'll Yeah. Um, the defenders
0: so do- I mean Doherty uh, I think I think he will mm. I think he's solid enough and consistent enough to, to do something in the Premier League I think Cody will be fine mm. Bolly will be fine mm. Nevis will be okay I think all of them will take a bit of adjusting to it. It's, it's, yeah. the, it's the best league in the world. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: So they're not all going to play as well as they did last season. So you, you pinpoint a couple who might struggle. I think Jota might take a little bit to, to adapt.
1: I think he'll do well, though, eventually.
0: I think he'll do well eventually as well. And I
1: think Helder Costa will, will do better than what a lot of people think. I think Helda Costa, I mean Costa and Cavalera I think will will both thrive in the Premier League. Mm. Two players I drafted in the Fancy Premier League. actually.
0: And also with them two and Jota, if they're not all playing, then they're rotating, so they're a bit more fresh as well. Mm. I think it's good.
1: Yeah, very interesting. I think, I think, I think they'll be absolutely fine. Nothing to worry about. I was going to go through a team with you, um, who you think will be from start, starting lineup now. But well, that's we're, probably we're, we're more we're beneficial next, next after, week, after the transfer after the transfer done, deadline day. Yeah, we're going to Pre-Everton. be free. Everton. Oh my goodness! The next one will be oh, pre Everton. I'm well excited. Can you believe it.
0: Well excited. We're in this for really a good excited. month now,
1: haven't we? But this is this that, that this is when it starts. Is when all the talking stops.
0: Yeah, Leicester away already. I can't wait. All the away days. But yeah, just ah, oh, that first the imagine the atmosphere for that Everton game, five to three. And the buffet no, is superb. Five to twenty five plus five. <laughs> Sorry, it's not three o'clock kick off is it? it's been changed.
1: Oh yes it has, yes. Five thirty, yeah. Yeah. But so, imagine the atmosphere. Imagine what time we're gonna be leaving
0: Molyneux. oh Saturday night Saturday night's a write off, isn't it?
1: Night out. <laughs> You'd Boom. Oh Oh no. I said the missus is away who could have gone out in Wolverhampton but she's not well we'll discuss this later okay um, right Villarreal Saturday yeah um, Alfred and Jai the return of Alfred and Jai derby Alfred and Jai derby baby um, what we're looking for what we're looking to see what, what do you want to see what do you want to get out of the game on Saturday uh,
0: Wolves on the front foot taking the game seriously uh, sharp all, sharper all over the pitch and looking for goals like they were when they played Leicester at the start of last pre-season we could so. do with a few goals couldn't we yeah it'd be nice for him and us to get a goal for mm. season starts mm. Nice for a few of them to get a goal, really. But, yeah, we want, to, we want to see the Wolves that something akin to what we're going to see the week after, which I think is what we're going to get. Nuno took that Leicester game last season very seriously, treated yeah. it like a league game. Uh, so I think, I think we'll see an improved performance.
1: How many players between now We want when to see
0: better from Johnny Castro and Martino as well.
1: Absolutely. Um, how many players between now and when we next speak, after deadline day, will Wolves have on in their squad um, new arrivals?
0: Two more, I think.
1: And how many will depart Oh, um,
0: not sure. Uh, n- nobody from the first team squad. Okay. Courtney is mooted for a loan, but they'd have to bring someone in, I think.
1: Okay. Striker, new striker between now and then. Yes or no? Call it. Call it. Call it. Call it. Call it. No. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, we are one hour and seventeen minutes into this podcast. That's, that last line is going to be replayed next <laughs> Thursday. By the way, <laughs> when Wolf
0: when we'll sign
1: uh, when Wolf we'll sign Mo Salah on deadline day. I'm going to replay the, um, the Sun, the, our, our Sunderland preview uh, before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right. it's a bit long. It's, it has been long, but I think it's been worth it. I think you've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. You've enjoyed it. It's been great. Me and Tim will be at Molyneux on Saturday. From both of us, take care. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.